Welcome to the Forever Woman Podcast. Here's Matthew Coast. So you never, ever want to chase a man. Maybe a guy came and he, you're really interested in him and you, you, you're like, Oh, I want him to like me so much, but maybe he pulls away or maybe he's not doing what you want him to do. And so what do you want to do? You want to go and chase you. He's got that space there. But my suggestion is that you never, ever do it. And instead, what you should do is exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Hello, my name is Matthew Coast, and I am stealing the introduction from Helena on her own channel. Yeah. So what's up, Helena? Hey, that's why I love having you on, Matt. You always you always have the best introductions, and you just take over, and I love it. Matt, let's dive in then. What is I, We didn't even really plan how we were going to do this, did we? What are nope, some of the didn't. biggest... Um, what are some of the biggest mistakes or struggles you see uh, women doing when they're in this situation where a man pulls away? I know from personal experience, it can be hard to know what to do and what not to do in that situation. And I know it can be, you know, you can be feeling really anxious and scared to make the wrong move. And so you always give such great advice, especially when it comes to this topic specifically. So yeah, what's, where do you see women struggling with this? Well, what, women ultimately want and what I've seen women ultimately want after working with hundreds of thousands of them is that they want to be, they want to feel like they want the man to feel like they're special, right? Like they're different than all the other women that he's met before. They want him to be able to fall in love with them and feel like they, he doesn't want to lose them. They want him to value them. And if you chase a man that is by far the biggest mistake that you can make because all of those things will end up going out the window. And we're going to be talking about why all those things will end up going out the window uh, today in this video. And so I actually have a one, two, three, four, five step system for what you want to do instead of chasing him that will get him to actually chase you and make him feel like you're special, unique, different, the type of woman that he wants to be with forever, the type of woman that he can fall in love with, the type of woman that you know he wants to give his all to, that he's willing to travel to the ends of the earth for and move mountains for and, and all those cool metaphors that, that we have for that. And so uh, that's that's what I, I'd like to really talk about today. Um, and we'll talk about the mistakes that you might make inside of each one of those. So perfect. Uh, okay. Yeah, I love it. Well, we have over 110 people watching in the first couple minutes. So I know you guys are really excited for this topic. And let's dive in. What's the first thing you want to share? So the first thing that you want to do is you want to shift your focus, right? And so you want to shift it from being about the man to being about the relationship. And I know when a lot of women hear this, they, they think it's like some kind of semantics, right? Like I'm playing word games, like, oh man, relationship, whatever, right? Well, when you're focusing on getting the man that you want, it actually makes it a lot harder to get him. And why, why would it do that, right? Because if you're focusing on the guy, 
what ends up happening is that you are, it, it, you, you put yourself into this position where you need to convince him that he's the right, that you're the right person for him. Right. And so you're, you're like, okay, I got to get this guy and I got to do all these different things in order to get this guy. Whereas if you shift it and make it about the relationship instead, it goes from being about getting this guy to which guy is going to take me to this relationship. And so you flip the frame and you're, and you're looking back at him and saying, Hey, are you going to qualify yourself to being somebody that I'm going to have this relationship with? Or are you going to weed yourself out by not doing all the things that, you know, a, a masculine man would do in a relationship and moving things forward in a quality guy and, and all the things that you want. Right. So it, when you're, when you're focused on the, on the guy, what ends up happening is you start doing everything, right? You start working really hard to do everything. And it's kind of like pushing a boulder up a big hill, right? You can do it. It'll be really, really hard to get that boulder all the way up the hill. And once you do get the boulder up the hill, the boulder is just going to want to roll right back down. Yeah. Right. And so, so that's kind of the metaphor. And, and so instead of making it about the guy, make it about getting into the relationship and then which guy is going to take you to this relationship. And if it's this guy that you've been talking to, that's great. And if not, then that's fine too, because you'll find a, another guy who is willing to take you there. Does that make sense to you? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I've, I've been talking for years and years about the dangers of going into convincing mode and everyone right now can just imagine that man who's pulling away or that man they want. If you have him on a pedestal in your mind, you almost can't help it. You just, everything in you wants to lean forward and convince him of how great the two of you would be together and prove yourself to him, even in very subtle ways, right? And a man can feel that. He can pick up on that in your vibe and in your energy, just like you can. This, a lot of these go both ways. So if you were to imagine yourself on that pedestal, or at least take that man down off the pedestal you have him on and zoom out a little bit and just imagine lots of men coming towards you, right? That, that puts you in a place of power where you're not over-investing in a man who, hasn't, who isn't doing the same with you yet, right? So very attractive place to come from. I love that. What, what's uh, Anything else you want to say on that one or are you ready to move on to number two? No, that's number one is you just shift. You, it's a mindset shift. You really have to shift mm -hmm. your mindset. And then number Perfect. two is uh, showing romantic interest in him. And basically what that is, is it's something called the attainability principle. And, and what the attainability principle says is that most people will only pursue things that they think that they ultimately can have. Mm -hmm. In other words, if he has to believe that he like being with you in a romantic sense is ultimately possible. And a lot of women, so we, uh, Helena and I were actually just talking yesterday and we were talking about this. I, I do a lot of reading of other people's materials in mm -hmm. the industry, just cause I want to know what everybody's saying. And I was reading this book about leaning back because it's kind of a big topic that Helena and I kind of talk a lot about in, um, in our own way. And one of the things that the woman was talking about in this book about leaning back is she said, leaning back means that you never initiate, you know, ever, you never call him, you never, you know, reach out to him. You never do any of that kind of stuff. You don't show any interest in him. And I'm just like looking at this, like, 
Oh mm. my God. Like no wonder. Like mm. I thought that people, cause Helena and I will talk about leaning back and then somebody will be like, Oh, you know, I, I'm never contacting him. I'm, I'm going into no contact, the no contact part of leaning back. And you're, and we're like, why, why do people keep saying this? Right? Well, it turns out that there's actually coaches that are teaching to not contact him, never reach out, never initiate, never show any interest. And it's just really, really bad because, because of the attainability principle, right? Mm -hmm. um, think about it in terms of like a video game, right? Like guys play video games a lot because they, they, it's, it's like this addictive thing, right? It's, they get this dopamine release that, that comes into them when they're playing the game and they're, they're making little achievements throughout the game. And that's what releases the dopamine. Well, if the game is like impossible to win and, and the guy feels like there's no way that he's going to win the game, then most guys will just stop playing the game and find another game that they can play and win at. And so you want to be a video game that he can win. Mm -hmm. Right. And, uh, so you have to show interest. You have to let him know that you're interested in him, which, you know, is a lot of, di there's a lot of different ways to do it, right? You can flirt with a guy, uh, just reaching out to him every once in a while. Um, you know, I know that a lot of people are like, oh, you know, they go to these different extremes, right? Like, uh, they go from this place of like chasing a guy and doing everything. And then they jump to the other extreme of like, I'm never going to chase the guy and I'm never going to contact him and mm -hmm. I'm never going to reach out and I'm not going to do anything and show any interest. And we get women in our community that do that. And that's actually, if, if you've done that, by the way, don't like get, don't beat up yourself about it. Right. Mm -hmm. it, it's a mm -hmm. no, natural and normal process that everybody goes through when they're learning a new skill, they go from one side to the other. And then eventually they find that the magic is in the middle. Yes. Right? And, yes. And so you can, you can do a lot of things, right? If the guy is in his masculine energy and he's moving towards you and he's pursuing you and chasing you and doing all those things, you can actually reach out. You can show interest. You can do all the things that a lot of women are scared of doing and you should do those things. I actually, uh, I've, I, I've had a number of different clients that have actually run into this challenge before. And I can always tell, right? I always know when attainability is the biggest challenge because they'll tell me that they don't get on, you know, third dates, second or third dates with guys. And a lot of times they're beautiful women, right? We have some of the most beautiful women mm -hmm. in the world as a part of our community, but some of them still don't get second and third dates, right? Some of them are amazing. They have great personalities. They have tons of stuff. Some of them are millionaires. Some of them have, you know, just amazing things going for them and they still don't get second dates. Why? Well, one of the big reasons is attainability because the guy doesn't feel like he can actually attain her in a romantic sense, right? There's a mm -hmm. whole bunch of reasons why a guy might disappear, but this is a huge one, especially if you have a pattern like this. It, the, I feel like I'm hogging all the, the talking time. You want to say something about this, Helena? 
No, I love it. Oh yeah. I'm like dying to jump in. Yeah. We, a lot of times we were laughing about this yesterday when we were talking, I, we were saying, oh, it's not that people are misinterpreting what we're saying with the leaning back feminine energy advice. It's that there's actually coaches out there that say never, ever, ever reach out to a man. Right. And so like Matt, it's not this thing. People get so confused. Like, well, you know, am I supposed to be in my feminine here? I'm supposed to be in my masculine. Like what am I? And, and you get very up in your head when, you know, I say, if you know, a guy's crazy about you, if you know, his energy is coming towards you. You can't shake the right guy off of you. Once you get to that place and you're feeling confident, you know that, you know, you could basically have any man you wanted, right? You can do whatever you want. You can reach out, you can lean forward, you can invite a guy over for dinner. Most women who come to us are not at that place, right? They're caught in the throes of this roller coaster of these highs and lows, the hot and cold man, right? A man who's who's really back and forth in his behavior towards her. And so they've been leaning forward trying to make things happen, right? And that just pushes a guy away. It decreases his value, your value in his eyes. It causes him to lose attraction. So that's when we say bring it back to zero at first, just to get with the experience of what it feels like for a man's energy to come towards you, just to kind of like bring it back to neutral, right? Then when you're feeling confident, of course, responding, you wanna always be constantly responding to a man. And of course, basically you can do whatever you want. Once you get to that place where you're feeling confident and you know this man is pursuing you and he's not going anywhere. So we'd love to hear your guys' experience with this too, let us know, but I love everything you said about that. It's um, a lot of times people say, well, you know, I, I know you have a lot to say about the be yourself advice, right? <laughs> that, well, we, you know, I should just be able to be myself. And if you're leaning forward out of anxiety or you're over-functioning because you're afraid, you're centered around this fear of losing a man, that's not really being your true self. That's acting out of maybe uh, past wounds or conditioning or maybe like an anxious attachment style tendency. So we help you with our work uncover your most authentic self and shine it out. So, so then truly you can, you can just, you're organically led to make the best decisions for yourself and, and respond with that next logical step rather than being up in your head. Should I lean back? Should I lean forward? You want to get out of that walking on eggshells energy. Um, that's my take on that. So hopefully that made sense. Let us, uh, let us know what you guys think. And are we ready for number three? Yeah, absolutely. Ready for number three. And actually, let me let me just say something else about that too. Yeah. I mean, if if you feel like you have to walk on eggshells mm -hmm. and if you do something, it's going to like totally turn them off and freak them out. That's a red flag, right? Totally. It's a flag that's mm -hmm. showing you that there's something wrong. There's mm -hmm. something weird about your situation. There's some kind of weird thing that's off and you need to take a step back and figure out what that is so that you're not uh, so that you're not continuing to stay in a bad situation or, you know, you're communicating and pulling up all the stuff that's not been said, not on the table. So you can find out what's actually going on and you can make sure that you're getting into the best situation and you're not just wasting, you know, weeks, months, or years in a situation that's not going anywhere or a situation that you thought was going somewhere, but it's really not. Such a good point. Yeah. If you're overanalyzing, usually it's a red flag with the right guy. You're just not going to have to do that. You're he's going to be consistent and reliable and dependable truly. Right. So love that. We love that you uh, threw that in there, Matt. So yeah. What is that third secret you want to share? Okay. So third secret number three, secret number three is giving him different ways to chase you. And hmm. so clients of mine know one thing. And this one thing that they know is that a man's investment in you 
is far more important than your investment in him. This is something that I call the investment principle. And when a man invests in you, he puts his time, his energy, his effort, and he moves towards you. What ends up happening is he starts backwards rationalizing how much he likes you. And he starts figuring out that uh, he starts feeling attached to you and he starts feeling like he doesn't want to let you go. It's something called the sunk cost uh, fallacy. And mm -hmm. basically what the sunk cost fallacy says is that the more and more and more that he invests in you, the, the less he'll want to let you go. And the more he'll start looking at his life and being like, oh, wow, I really like this girl. And I've been, I've been doing all these things, right? I keep buying her stuff. I, I drive all over the city for her. I, you know, bring things to her. I help her with these different things. I do all this different stuff just for her. I act differently around her than I do around other women. And what that's going to do is he's just going to keep rationalizing in his mind. He'll be like, wow, I really, I must really like her. I keep doing, I don't, I can't, I just can't help myself when I'm around her. Right. And this is, this is what happens when he chases you. And if you're the one that's chasing him, he gets robbed of that experience. And instead you have that experience. And a lot of times it's with a guy that, that you don't actually, that that's not actually, you know, sending this to the right place. Right. And he's not taking you to the right place. He's not taking you to that relationship. And you're, you end up getting attached to him. You end up feeling like you don't want to let him go. Like, like he's everything and you just, you want to fall in love with him and all these different things. Right. But he's, He's not doing what you want him to do. And the reason is because you've been investing in him, which is why it's so much more important that he's investing in you. And so how do you do this? Did, did you want to say anything about that? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's it's not the amount of uh, energy and effort you put into a relationship that determines a man's desire to commit and devote himself to it. It's the amount of effort he puts in that determines that desire, I think is what I hear you saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's your way of saying it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think I've heard you say that a few times in the past. I feel like I probably got that from you somewhere along the lines, but yeah, that's just my kind of summary of it. So, so important because as women, we think, oh, well, I, you know, I've shown him, I'm trying to show him how much I care, how much I love him and how much I'm there for him. And I've shown this man every single thing I have to offer and he disappeared or he pulled back or he says he loves me, but he's not in love with me or he's not ready for a real relationship. We hear this all the time from women, women in our community, and we don't want you to get stuck in a situation like that. It's just heartbreaking, right? It's super important. Yeah, I was actually watching a movie the other day. It's an old movie. Well, it's not that old. It's from 1995. It's called Rob Roy. And there's this woman in that movie who was like, you know, she was hooking up with this guy. And at one point she ended up getting pregnant and he's like, I don't care. Like, you know what you do. And he's, and she's like, but I love you. And he's like, so, you know, like, what does that mean to me? Right. And, and it, it just shows you like your love for him or how much you're in love with him, how attracted you are to him has nothing to do with what's going on with him. And that's why you want a guy who's pursuing you and who has those feelings with you before you end up getting attached and doing all those things. Right. And we, we do like, we see women all the time in the community and they're like, and I'll say, and, and women will ask other women, like, why are you with this guy? And they'll be like, because I love him. 
right? And you're like, well, that's not the only reason to be with somebody. And, mm -hmm. and the reality is, is that love isn't everything, right? Love isn't everything for most people. It needs, you need to have other things in the relationship too, like respect, like appreciation, like, uh, you know, common values, like all, all kinds of different things, right? There's a lot of different things that matter in a relationship and love can make somebody, you know, become blind and just go after something. But you also want to use, you know, not only your emotions, but your logic, right? It's like the logic and emotions are like two, two wings of a bird. And if yeah. you're just flying around with one wing, it becomes a huge problem. But if you're using both wings, this is my, my bird. That's me as a bird. Um, all right. So anyway, how do you do this? <laughs> I think that's great. No, I think that's great. I mean, if, I mean, some, for some women, maybe just this feeling of longing for this man and just loving him is enough and they're okay accepting crumbs just to keep this man around, but we don't want that for you guys. Right. So real quick, let's talk about how to do this. And so, uh, there's a few different ways that you can get a guy to start chasing you. One is you set standards, right? And setting a standard is doing something like saying, you know, I really like it when, or I like guys who, or I really like it when you, and then talking about something, right? So if you say, I really like, you know, I, it's, uh, it's really attractive to me when, when, uh, guys act like gentlemen, it's just, I don't know. There's something about it. Just, it makes me feel so special and taken care of right? You're setting a standard right there where you're saying that men in your life, you want the men in your life to be acting like gentlemen. And, mm -hmm. you know, then he gets to decide whether he fulfills that or not. There are other ways that you can do this as well, right? Like just asking him for small favors and it can be just little things like asking him to grab your coat or, you know, asking him to get you your drink or, you know, what, whatever, right? Any little thing that you can do. Sometimes if you go on a date, and you're, you're going to meet, like, let's say that, that, uh, you wanted to go to the park or something. You can ask him if he could bring some water or if he could pick up something on the way over. And that way he's, he's investing, right? He's doing things, he's doing these things and he's, he's investing his time, his energy, his money. You know, you want him to be traveling to see you. You want him to be doing all these things. That doesn't mean that you can't do them as well to a certain extent, right? Mm -hmm. If, if you're like going on a date or something, sure. You want him to travel as much as possible, but that doesn't mean that you can't meet him halfway. It doesn't mean that sometimes you can't go to him or, or whatever, right? Like it's, it's one of those things where, uh, everything's a two way street when it comes to relationships, relationships are built by two people. And so you always have to remember that the magic is in the middle. You know, the reason that we talk about, we, we talk about leaning back, Helena and I talk about leaning back sometimes, and we talk about like a man's energy coming to you. And, you know, at the same time, it's, there's like, there's ratios. I, I talk about ratios sometimes, right? And there's like this ratio of, of how much you're initiating versus how much he's initiating. And generally I give a ratio of somewhere of like, three, uh, of like one to three or one to four, right? So you want to initiate, if he initiated three times, you can initiate. If he's mm -hmm. initiated four times, you can initiate. Well, you can, it can also be a one to, uh, a one to one ratio, right? Where he initiates and you initiate. What you don't want it to be is you're initiating 
three of the three times and then he's initiating one time right because what ends up happening when you're doing that right you start chasing that's what we talk about when we're talking about chasing is that you start doing everything you start investing you start putting all your energy and effort into it is you start missing all those red flags of there's something missing or there's something going on wrong in the relationship. And so you want him to be doing those things as much as possible, but you can also contribute as well. And, and so I just, I just want to double, triple, quadruple clarify that in case anybody was confused about it at this point. So yeah. Did you love it? Yeah. Yeah. It's when it's the problem happens when you're doing everything and women can easily slip into this because they feel like if they stop initiating all the time, if they stop making it super easy for a man that he's just going to drop off or fade away. And you actually want that to happen because you can't, you can't live your, you know, you don't want to live your life like that where you're doing everything. That's just, you're going to build up resentment and anger when a man doesn't, you know, give you that response you're subtly or not so subtly hoping for. So, so important. I'm really glad you clarified all of that. All right, yeah. so let's move on to number four. Number four is giving him space to chase you. And so there's something out there called the law of familiarity. And this is this is my least favorite law ever, right? It's the crying law. It's the, no, why, why does this law exist? But it's, it's a law. I didn't choose the laws, okay? <laughs> I'm just communicating the laws to you and what they are in the law of familiarity, it states that the more something is around you, the more that you take its presence for granted. And so what ends up happening is if you're around him all the time, if you're constantly around him and doing things with him and all that kind of stuff, what ends up happening is that he becomes desensitized to you, right? So you're not as interesting if if it's like when I was in the military, I used to come home from the military and I would see everybody and everybody's like, Oh, Matt's Matt's home. Let's hang out with Matt. And everybody's like traveling to come and see me and stuff. And then I was, I was around for like a month or something like that. And it was, it was that way when I first got there, but then I was there for a while and it was like, nobody even cared anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean, like everybody all of a sudden didn't care that Matt was home, you know, after the, after the second week of me being here. And so it, it's, you, you know, it's, it's one of those things. It's it, for me, I was like, I was like, well, I'll just leave then and then come back in a couple of weeks and then everybody will be excited to see me again. Right. And so we, we just, we value things that, that aren't around all the time, right? And if we're if we have less of it, we we tend to appreciate it more than if it's in our face all the time. And so basically he can't chase you if you're standing so close to him that he can touch you. And so you don't mm. want to be doing everything. You don't want to be calling all the time. You want to have your own life. You want to create a separate identity right? So there's, there's a law that's called the law of identification. And this is actually a, a happier law. Maybe it's a happier law. I don't know. It, the law of identification states that whatever you identify as, you will end up becoming obsessed with, right? Like it, it'll become a part of you. And so it's, it's something that's in you and with you. And what happens in relationships or sometimes not even in relationships with guys who are around you is that you'll start thinking of the two of you being together. You'll start dreaming of the two of you being together. And what psychologists have found out is that this actually makes you feel like you kind of bridge an identity together, 
right? And you start feeling like you're one person. And that's why when he pulls away or you break up or something happens, it's like completely devastating to you because it feels like you've actually lost a part of yourself. And so you want to have a solid, strong identity outside of him. And, and how do you create a strong, solid identity? You do things that, that are you, right? You become more of who you are, right? You go and do passions that you have. You go and do hobbies that you have. You go and do things that fill you up and make you strong and make you feel like you are you. That way, when you go and you hang out with him, it's fun and you have a good time together, but it's not like you're completely molding everything together and he's your life and this is it. And, and what's he going to do next? Because if he does the wrong thing, it's going to drive me crazy and I don't want that. Right. You don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Right. Instead, mm -hmm. you want to you want it to be you want to have fun and you want to have a good time. And if he pulls away, it's like, whatever, you know, you don't even know. It's OK. You let him go right? Mm -hmm. You want him to chase you. And if he's not going to chase you, then somebody else will. Yeah. So important. Yeah. I, women ask me all the time how to not overinvest and we overinvest. It's, it's in our mind usually because it's like, we're thinking about this man constantly, even when he's not right in front of us, even when he's not contacting us or right. Setting up a date or moving things forward. The more mental energy you put in, in, in my experience, my opinion, the more it causes you to invest and then you feel resentful or, or, you know, devastated when he doesn't step up. So you don't want to basically in my opinion, you'd want to like train yourself to focus on what's right in front of you, right? So if this man is not right in front of you right now, what is right in front of you? And that's what Matt's talking about, building up your life, having this full, complete life, because a man's not going to be there 100% of the time, 100% of the way you want him to show up, like he's got his stuff going on too, right? So you don't want to be tracking the connection so closely that your self-esteem or your mood or your emotional state is all wrapped up in what this one man is doing or not doing. Doing, right. Super important. Right. And, and, and the, the more that you have a strong identity, the less you'll get attached, mm -hmm. right. The less mm -hmm. you'll get obsessed, the less you'll start losing yourself to this man and to this relationship or non-relationship, depending on what it is. So, okay. So let's, let's move on to number five here. Number five is going to be creating a deep emotional connection mm -hmm. with the man that you're with. So whenever he's with you, so this is kind of, um, it may seem like it's obvious when I say this, but the reality is, is that you want to be connecting with his heart. Mm -hmm. And what a lot of women do is they try to make a man fall in love with them because of superficial aspects of who they are mm. or because of, uh, like, things that maybe they are really attracted to, right? So a lot of times I hear women, because women, a, a lot of women, they're like, okay, well, what's attractive to me in a guy? And they're like, a guy that's got these achievements and that he does these things and he's, you know, got all these things going for him and he's this and that and this and that and that, right? And those things are great things for guys, right? A lot of times they'll be like, oh, that's really attractive, but he's not going to fall in love with you for those things. He will fall in love with you because he connects with you, not because he, you're, you're trying to connect with him by being like really smart and cool and funny and interesting and all those kinds of things. He connects with you because of who you are, like the, the essence inside of yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Connecting with your mm -hmm. heart, connecting with him through your heart. And 
uh, you know, there's, uh, there's actually something called the emotional range principle as well, which is because there's different aspects of this, right? So there's kind of the inner aspect, which is like connecting with yourself and then connecting with him through yourself. Mm. And then there's kind mm -hmm. of an external aspect of it, which is creating these emotional uh, instances in the conversations that you have or when you're around him or, you know, whenever things are happening around you. Right. So mm -hmm. if let's say for instance, you uh, want to connect with him and you want him to feel different emotions. I, I call this the emotional range principle. And what you do is you can ask him questions, right? Cause whatever we focus on, we feel. And if you want to change somebody's focus, the fastest way to do it is ask them a question. And if you ask him a question, you can make him feel different things, right? Ask him about things that he might be passionate about or, you know, things that, that he's, he's excited about in his life or things that are funny or, you know, asking him about his hobbies and, and stuff like that. Right. And it'll get mm -hmm. him talking about the things that he's really interested in and it'll get him focusing on those things. And if he focuses on those things and he's around you, then he's going to start associating you with those emotions that he's feeling. And so he'll look at you, feel a good emotion, look at you, feel a good emotion. And then whenever he looks at you, he'll start feeling a good emotion or thinking mm -hmm. about you or whatever. So, yes. Okay. Love that. Yes. Um, I see so many women trying to connect with a man in ways that just don't work. Just like you said, maybe just through a physical connection or a mental connection. And those are not the right roads to love, right? You have to learn how to create a deep emotional bond and heart to heart connection with a man if you want him to fall in love. So uh, I, I love everything you said. I think it's so important. And that is coming from who you are. It's not something you can do or, you know, some technique you can apply that's going to make a man fall in love with you for life. It's like, he's got to resonate with who you are. And so you don't want to be trying so hard and forcing this to happen with a man who's like halfway out the door. That's, you know, what we see all the time. It's just a recipe for heartbreak. So love everything you said there. Uh, do you want to recap these five or is there anything else you want to say on that last one? No, I mean, that's, that's it. Uh, you know, kind of going off of what you said too, because I think what you were talking about is really, really important. And I talk, I do talk about like these techniques, right? Asking him questions and right, stuff right, right. and it mm -hmm. will make him feel something which will make him want to be around you more. Mm -hmm. But really like, if you really want him to fall in love, you want him to fall in love with you. And mm -hmm. the only way that he's going to fall in love with you is if he connects with you and who you yeah. are from your heart. Right. And, and it can kind of get them started. Right. It can, it can like, you know, start, start. I don't know if anybody here is a camper, but if, if you like start a fire, right, you can start a fire with those questions and making them feel those different things. But what you really want him to do that, that'll like create that big burning flame of love, that burning flame of love around you. Uh, maybe you don't want to burn it, burn yourself. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the point is, is that he falls in love with who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So good. I think it's um, great. Yeah. Do you want to get, do you want to recap these five or should we just get into? Sure. Questions? I can, I can recap them yeah. real quick okay, while perfect. you're looking for questions. Yeah. So the first one, go over and over the recap here. So making him chase you. So you do, do not chase him. And instead what you want to do is number one, shift your focus from the man to the relationship that you want. So stop making about getting him and start making it about getting the relationship so that he can either step up or let somebody else step up. Number two is show romantic interest in him. So you want to show him some kind of interest in some way so that 
he'll be, he'll start pursuing you and moving towards you and chasing you because I can tell you so many, so many women who are, they, they don't get second dates. Guys don't chase. I actually had a woman do this the other day where she, uh, I, I told her to go and text this guy. And she was like, Oh my God, isn't that against the rules? And I'm like, just text him because she thought he ghosted on her. And I was like, uh, you know, just text him and see what happens. Right. And so she texted him and she said that he almost immediately responded. And mm. I, I told her what to text next. And then he ended up being like, oh, well, I thought you weren't really interested in me. I didn't think you really liked me. You know, that's why I wasn't contacting you ever, you know, anymore. And so it, it's one of those things, right? Like, it, it's so funny when women are like, this guy ghosted me. And I'm like, are you sure he ghosted you? Are you sure that he doesn't think that you ghosted him or he doesn't think that you're not interested in him in the first place. And that's why the attainability principle is so important. And it's so important that you show interest in him. Number three is giving him ways to chase you. So you want to give him different ways that he can step up to the plate and chase you and invest in you. Number four is giving him some space. So, you know, he, uh, he can't chase you if you're standing so close to him that he can touch you. Number five is create a deep emotional connection with him when he's around because that's what's going to make him fall in love and want to be with you forever. So good. Amazing. That was phenomenal. Love that so much. If you're ready to attract a man who loves you, sees you, and cherishes you, visit theforeverwomanformula.com right now.